0: On January 10th, Boston Mayor Michelle Wu said that the city has started to remove tents along Massachusetts Avenue and Cass Boulevard, and dozens of unhoused people have been provided new temporary housing. More than half of the people living in the encampment have vacated the area, but more than 60 remain. This is ahead of the January 12th deadline for people living in tents in this area, known as Mass and Cass, to leave the area permanently. The city referred to the encampment as both a health risk and dangerous to the residents and neighbors, and will now focus on finding them new housing and connecting the residents with social services and providing storage and guidance for them. City workers will remain in the area to make sure this type of living quarters is not set up again.
1: And as of this morning, 83 people have already been placed into housing created across the city. And there is space available for the remaining 62 residents of the encampments who were surveyed daily wellness checks continue to happen especially as the temperatures have grown colder and we continue to see people moving in every single day into the new housing that's been created so this week marks a transition from a housing surge to community building and recovery on wednesday the city will continue efforts to connect individuals with housing take down the tents that are left behind and no longer needed and begin clearing the street. City departments will continue to maintain their presence in the neighborhood beyond Wednesday and beyond this week as well. The Boston Public Health Commission will continue delivering critical health services. The Public Works Department will focus on investing in street repairs and regular cleanings to bring that area of the city back into repair. The Boston Police Department Will ensure a safe environment for residents, businesses, and individuals accessing care. The city has been working with the state and many of our nonprofit partners to bring on long, a low threshold housing and shelter space uh, to those now living in the MassCast area. To date, spaces for 200 individuals have been identified, and 159 of those spaces are now operational as of this morning. Those spaces, as been mentioned, is providing decent, warm, and safe housing, but also every program that has been uh, that has been brought on, is has 24 hours staffing to ensure that the residents are safe, and receiving the services that they need
0: you're talking about a situation where people have in a sense created a community. You know, these are this is an encampment and people live there and they take care of one, one another. And some of this is about moving people away from what they know into something unknown. And I think that, that's important for us to recognize because that's why it's so critical to have our outreach workers not only providing, you know, um, sort of, you know, we do the referral, we do the orientation to the new sites, we we do a lot of hand-holding to get people where they're going to go, and we plan to follow up afterwards, you know, because we want people to stay. We don't want people to migrate back into the area. On January 11th, Mayor Michelle Wu took a walking tour through the Alston Village Main Street area, greeting and talking with the local small business owners to see how they have been doing during the pandemic. She came ahead of the start of the January 15th Be Together policy, which states that people will be required to show proof of vaccination against COVID-19 when they enter certain types of indoor businesses in Boston. Among these businesses are indoor dining, indoor fitness, and indoor entertainment venues. Employees working in these spaces will also be required to be vaccinated and to show proof. Covered businesses must also post notices of this policy at the entrance of their establishment.
2: The city has already successfully distributed uh, more than $6 million to our small businesses just in the last uh, few months to over 500 of our small businesses and that's thanks to uh, folks like Natalia er- 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 Bay and uh, her uh, neighborhood business managers in the small business unit um, and you know so in terms of how we move forward it's providing uh, that type of relief uh, it, and it's these types of Uh, events that we're engaged in right now, talking directly to our small business owners, hearing from them, what are the issues impacting your specific business, which allows us to develop strategies that impact uh, businesses across the city of Boston. Um, And so, you know, this walk that we're doing today, yes, is in response to the vaccine mandate that's going into effect on January 15th, but beyond that, it's about, again, how we thrive beyond the pandemic, not just about Uh, addressing the concerns before us right now.
0: Small businesses are essential to the livelihood of each community and neighborhood. It is essential that we support them through many streams of support. Um, I know our OLS liaisons out here that are that are responsible and, uh, for connecting and be liaisons between the city and their protective neighborhoods. And one of their responsibilities is to support the small businesses. So um, in providing the city resources that we can provide and just making sure we're engaged in what's happening on the ground. Um, again, small businesses are just really the heart and the heartbeat of the city and we we need to make sure we're supporting them in the city's trying
2: times. Neighborhoods like ours and other neighborhoods throughout the city need a small, uh, thriving local business district and we've always had one here in Alston as well as in Brighton Center and it's important that they continue to thrive, they bring lifeblood into the community. There are so many interesting small businesses, very ethnically diverse which accentuates the welcoming nature of our community. So it's very important that these businesses not only survive, but thrive during this pandemic.
3: Certainly a big part of, of us all just keeping our small businesses open and keeping them going is by getting vaccinated, getting boosted, wearing our masks, um, each of us doing that individual part really does make a collective big difference for our small businesses so that they can keep their uh, staff healthy, so they can keep their business open, so that a gym like this, we can come, we can exercise, we can keep our own health stable, we can go to a restaurant. Um, it's all about us each doing our own individual part to keep that collective healthy.
0: On January 13th, Mayor Michelle Wu reported that over 150 people who were living in the encampment known as Mass and Cass have been moved into temporary housing set up by the city. On Wednesday night, the last tents in the encampment, which had housed dozens of people, were removed from the area. The people who had been living there were placed in temporary housing in shelters that included the Roundhouse Hotel, Envision Hotel, and Shattuck Cottages. Cleanup crews entered the New Market Square area and removed all the debris remaining from the clearing out of the makeshift living quarters. The cleanup was welcomed by the retailers and neighbors in the area who have suffered through trying to conduct their businesses in the vicinity of this makeshift housing and the pandemic. City workers will be helping those who were placed in temporary housing to find permanent housing and will offer them health services and guidance.
1: It was extremely unsafe to live in tents, unhoused, no heat or running water in winter in Boston. We saw fatalities over the last few years. We saw overdoses. We saw extremely unsanitary conditions, worsening health challenges. And we saw a disconnect between the resources, the housing, the opportunity, the health care that is available in the city and where so many we're not able to 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 tap into and access that and so our approach from the beginning has been to break down those divides to tackle the root causes of the crises represented by the encampments and as of last night um, the city's teams along with our community partners have successfully um, moved Boston on from encampments but the push and the fight to address homelessness and substance use and mental health continues with even more
3: urgency now. The encampments were unsafe and unsanitary. It's very challenging for an individual to care for their medical needs in that environment. Without running water, wounds are hard to care for and become infected. Without toilets, heart disease pills that cause increased urination are often skipped access to medically needed healthy food is limited. The encampments created an environment that exacerbated underlying medical conditions and led to increased risk for other conditions, including what we had recently seen, cold-related injuries such as frostbite and hypothermia and burns related to fires. I'm relieved that we have been able to find placement for many of the individuals in the encampment. This is the beginning of the work, and of course, not the work of one day, but a continued effort to outreach individuals and connect them to supportive housing.
0: On Saturday, January 15th, Mayor Michelle Wu discussed how the new Be Together requirement, which went into effect on that date, will help slow the spread of COVID-19. The protocol states that as of January 15th, you will have to show proof of vaccination against COVID-19 if you want to eat in a restaurant or work out in a gym in Boston. This mandate also includes bars, museums, and other indoor entertainment sites. Employees at these locations will also be required to show proof of having received one dose by this date and a second by February 15th. Children 5 through 11 will have to show proof of at least one dose of the vaccine by March 1st. The City of Boston is implementing Be Together to encourage more people to get the vaccine and booster as cases of COVID are escalating daily.
1: We are working every day to end this pandemic. The pandemic affects all of us, whether or not you are choosing to be vaccinated, you or your family or loved ones will need access to our hospital and healthcare system at some point. And as that gets crowded and as COVID unvaccinated, severe cases of COVID are crowding out everything else, we are going to pay for that in the months to come as well. We also know that our small businesses are already one by one in different cases have been weighing the decision on how to keep their workforce and customers safe. But when we, without a clear policy that applies across the board, we put the burden on our small businesses to make the right calls, to absorb the the heat of it. This is a citywide policy that is based on the science, that is based on the needs of our healthcare system to end this pandemic. And it is a citywide policy decision I am happy to be held accountable for that please as you are out and about in our city do not heckle our restaurant owners and small business employees this is this is a policy that is meant to be a public health support for all of us it is not on the shoulders of our small business owners and I will continue to stand with them support them and make sure that the city is providing every resource we can to get our businesses back up and running and um, support our economy as we recover.
2: I feel really positive about the asking for vaccinations when patrons do come in because it actually helps the other patrons within the facility to feel a little bit more comfortable knowing that everyone has proof that they have vaccinations. And usually when individuals just come in to pick up, we don't ask for vaccinations because they're just picking up food and then they're leaving the building. But when they come in to sit within, the restaurant, we would rather have proof so that we know that everyone is safe, protected, and everyone feels comfortable within this dwelling.